Oh, yeah. God damn it. <laughs> one, like, one second into the fucking podcast, and Eric already ruined it. Hello! This is <laughs> Face, episode five, we think. Nobody's entirely sure. To be fair, you try and start the podcast... Like, I'm still sitting down. Eric's, like, got to get out of here. And you just go. It's how, how do we know when you're going to go? I told you, let's get started. Is everybody recording? And then I said, I'm on a fucking timetable because I got to record other shit after this. And everybody was like, yeah, 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 yeah. And I go, hello. And then eight people talk at once. I'm Jeff. You're Gavin. Where's the Canadian? Is it seriously uh, episode four? No, Eric it's five. Episode four. It's episode five. I thought it was five. I can Eric's swear it was five. Eric's telling four because he missed four. Yeah. And he thinks that the world revolves around him. If he wasn't there for episode four, it never happened. It came out. It's up. It's on the site. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we did an episode four. And I'm going to go out on a limb and guess it had something to do with bathtub racing and uh, basket weaving. Maybe. That's, I'll that's be honest, fair. Jeff. I'll be honest. I'm disappointed that we got a sponsor. <laughs> I'm very disappointed that it only took four episodes the, the the podcast is called face i know what are they doing i'm gonna i'm gonna write to both of the sponsors we had last week and ask them <laughs> if they know what they're sponsoring it's ridiculous oh man it's a really good it, it, i gotta be honest with you it was weird to do eric came to me and he goes i got some ad reads for you and i was like nobody lets me do ad reads what's it for and he was like your podcast and i went Really? So I, I did them. They were great. It was fun. And then they came out, unlike every other ad read I've ever done for Rooster Teeth. They forced in anybody else with a pulse to re-record, so there's no record of me trying to read an ad. Ugh. Well, if it makes you feel any better, I, I had him removed from some versions. I, I did see that. You did have him removed from some versions. Thank you for that. Uh, you were right on top of it. Oh, man. How's everybody doing? I'm doing right. pretty good. You guys do your homework from uh... last week? What was the homework? Dunstan checks in. You guys didn't. You didn't watch. No, no I'm. Dunstan? I'm waiting to all watch that together. I'm. I'm waiting for like a Netflix party. Did you watch it without us? I'm not gonna watch Dunstan checks in again. I yes, watched Dunstan checks in. I'm, no, I'm not gonna. I'm, you're gonna make me do that again. It's Dunstan a great checks, movie. I don't. It's not great. It's a. It's like a five or four in movie terms. It's like a three in terms of monkey movies. Not a good You're monkey crazy. movie. You're crazy. Wait, wait. It ranks higher in general movies than it does in monkey yeah. movies? Yeah, because Paul Rubin's pretty good in it, and Jason Alexander is like being George. <laughs> There's like some good parts to the movie thing. Not enough monkey. You got uh, Rupert Everett. He's yeah, he's it, the right? bad guy, right? Isn't he yeah. like the, the shitty bad dude? What a great yeah. bad guy. That's a great uh, bad guy. He's fine. He's not really in it. I don't know. I'm not watching it again. All right, Andrew, uh, before we get into anything else, now I got to know, what are what are your favorite monkey movies? I mean, we went oh, MVP2, I think, holds a Hall of Fame ranking yeah. that'll, that'll be hard to beat. But I've, I've been on a tear of watching monkey movies since that conversation. I don't know if you guys have seen Going Ape. Am I the only one here that has seen that? <laughs> Hell no. of a monkey movie. You guys don't know what Going Ape is? There's no. a lot of monkey movies out there. <laughs> Is this like a not established genre? Am I am I weird for liking monkey movies this much? I mean, there's a Planet of the Apes franchise, I guess, and I remember Gorillas in the Mist and Project X. And fuck, there are a lot of monkey movies. There I feel like they need to be movies. categorized into played by real monkey movies and Andy Circus monkey movies. Couldn't agree more. Going Ape, though, I can't believe you guys don't know about Going. It's a Tony Danza and Danny DeVito monkey movie from the Apes. Yeah, but uh, an ape isn't a monkey. Oh, it's an orangutan. What, what is an orangutan? Was that a monkey? Orangutan. Yeah. No, no. I mean, like, it, they're all primates, right? But they're not all monkeys. Like, King Kong's not a giant monkey. 
Wait, orang- orangutan? It's not orang- tan? <laughs> Wait. Orangutan. Wait, no. Are you fucking with me? There's no other G on the end of it. That's just what people say. It's not like a fizzy drink. It's not orangutan. <laughs> you, you don't slurp it in space. No. <laughs> I can't tell. This isn't a bit. I thought it's it was not a bit. Or- I thought it's it was an orangutan. orangutan my whole life. This is, like, shocking. It's not that shocking. <laughs> Wait. No, and it ends with an N. There's yeah. no G. Are you sure about that? No, there's a G in the middle. Is this, like, an Eric episode four thing? It's a, yeah, essentially. It's a one G word. Orangutans. Holy shit. That's a terrible <laughs> name. Who wants to... Orangutans. Do you know why they're called that? It's because they're tan colored. That's stupid. That's not, not true. Full. That bit was, that that bit was a lie. That's not, no, I'm not, that's not happening, Kevin. Not that dumb. Can I tell you one fact I know, can I tell you, can I interrupt you to tell yeah, you one, ahead. the one thing I know about orangutans <laughs> other than how to spell the name? That's such a bullshit name, orangutans. Orangutan like is better. way better. Orangutan's way better. I, when I found out it was orangutan, I went, that is so much cooler than orangutan. Orangutan <laughs> sounds like a fucking hook character. It doesn't sound real. <laughs> I like it. Here's the one, the one fact I know about orangutans, which I find to be simultaneously fascinating and kind of heartbreaking. A baby orangutan doesn't leave its mother's body for the first probably year, year and a half it's alive. Like, it hangs on her, like, at all times. Like, there's no pouch. Like, a a pouch creature. I can't, marsupial. <laughs> a marsupial. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I, I could not think of the word kangaroo to save my fucking life for one second. There. <laughs> um, or koala. Uh, anyway, but it just hangs on its mother the entire time, and then one day it's like, "All right, I guess I'm, I guess I'm grown up enough." And then it heads off into the woods and lives a life of solitude for the rest of its life, <laughs> o- only as a male, a male orangutan, only coming out of the woods like uh, during mating season to to procreate and then to go back and live a life of solace again. Orangutans are like the monks of. So what does it do in, in the off season, in the non bang season? It contemplates the universe. It's uh. You know, it, uh, it probably does a lot of Tai Chi, wonders what the sound of one hand clapping is. They're very sage creatures. <laughs> I, I don't know. They just, they, they're just, they spend a lot of time alone. It's a fucking monkey. It probably jacks off and sticks its finger up its butt, but it, it eats bugs. <laughs> is the orangutan in Jungle Book a bad guy? No. Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. I don't, I just, I, it's been decades since I've seen it. And I remember there being a little, a little bit of a kerfuffle with the, the orangutans and then he wanted to get away. Did you ever see the live action remake of that? Yeah. Which one? The new one, the, the, the new initiative dish Disney's doing where they're doing shot for shot remakes. No, I didn't, I didn't see that. I haven't seen any of those either. They creep me out, but I, people seem to fucking love them. Anyway, Andrew, you're going ape. Going ape. It's Tony Danza movie, Danny DeVito. Tony Danza plays the son of a guy that ran a circus. It was a family run circus. He decides he doesn't want to run the circus. His dad dies. And he says, I will give you $5 million if you take care of my orangutans for five years. It kills me to say orangutans. It's really, this is devastating. (laughs) It pains me. But that's the plot. And so Tony Danza and Danny DeVito live in this New York apartment and they need to take care of these five orangutans for five years. And if they don't, then they don't get any money. That's the entire plot of the movie. It's great. One of the monkeys is named Poppy and just drinks a six pack constantly. This movie came out in 1981. And has a 3.9 on IMDb. 1981? That, to me, that I, it's, I think it's rare to see a movie rated so low on IMDb. 3.1 on IMDb, maybe. 7.9 on my monkey scale. Good monkey <laughs> Okay. It's up there. How many movies are on the monkey scale? Oh, 
there's a lot. Uh, I mean, three MVPs. Uh, you know, I'm about to. What's the Clint East, Jeff? Do you know the Clint Eastwood orangutan movie? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, 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 any which way but loose, or every yeah. which way but loose. And then haven't the sequel, watched yeah. that yet. Left turn, Clyde. Yeah, those are great movies. Wait, they made. There's two of them. Uh, I think there's at least two. Yeah, uh, and the way it is is uh, like Clint Eastwood plays a like a bare knuckles boxer who is maybe also a truck driver at some point or his best friend is a truck driver and he keeps having to do these like bare knuckles boxing matches for money and uh, and then his sidekick is Clyde the orangutan what's wrong with Danny DeVito's teeth in the movie poster does he have some like <laughs> false teeth on or did he just get his teeth did since then that's a great question i don't there's no bit with his teeth okay. but there's a <laughs> maybe lot he was of just stuff. uglier then <laughs> Yeah, I, he looks very ugly in that movie, and it feels sort of like a choice. Like he's super hairy. He has almost no lines of dialogue. It's weird that he's even in it. Like he doesn't need to be. I think it might be make- makeup and prosthetics because I saw him in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest recently, and uh, he was very young in it, and his teeth looked fine. Oh, okay. they looked like normal teeth. What a weird creative. So nineteen eighty one. That movie came out when I was six. A, I've never heard of it, which is crazy to me because I'm obsessed with my childhood and and uh, content from that era. But B, that means Tony Danza had a career before Who's the Boss, and I didn't know that. I thought Who's the Boss was, like, where he came from, but now I guess I'm learning I don't know a fucking thing about Tony Danza. Well, wasn't he in uh, Taxi? Fuck, he was in Taxi, and that was before Who's the Boss. <laughs> See? And he was in Taxi with, with goddamn Danny DeVito. Oh, yeah, they were both in that. <laughs> and he was in, and he, I think he was in... Ah, I fucking I'm stupid. That's right. Ugh. You, I do you know stupid. a lot about I've forgotten more about Tony Danza than I realized I ever knew. <laughs> you were stupid and we recorded it. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> That's great. What what do you think uh, you've forgotten the most of? Like you've clearly forgotten a lot of Tony Danza. I have for in my life a lot of sports statistics. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up like you know how much I love basketball and the NBA, uh, and I mean you, Gavin, and you, yeah. Andrew, you audience. I don't know why you would know that about me, and it's a little weird if you do. But I'm a huge, huge basketball Boston Celtics fan. Have been since 1986. As big a basketball fan I am now, I was a bigger baseball fan then, and I don't remember any of that shit now. So there's probably about I probably got about 25 years of of baseball knowledge that I flushed down the the alcohol toilet <laughs> during my life. <laughs> How about you, Gavin? What do you think you've forgotten the most of in your life? Just how to do maths and stuff. <laughs> I didn't. I forgot that shit the second <laughs> I took the test. <laughs> like uh, just algebra. Actually, stuff that I didn't think I would ever use again, but I've needed to because of various like photography-based algorithms and that. Uh, and I just don't remember how to do that stuff anymore. It's pretty sad. Uh, long division. I I've I know I've relearned that several times, and I keep forgetting. Some of the quirks of that pisses me off. That, that one needs to stay. I, I, I need to use long division all the time. <laughs> long division I still feel really comfortable with. Do you? doesn't scare me, yeah. yeah. Algebra, however, Jesus Christ, man. My kid started taking algebra like in sixth grade, and that's when she's, she surpassed me in math. She might as well be a fucking NASA scientist today compared to how dumb I am when it comes to math. Was that a sad moment where uh, she was like, hey, how do you do this? And you were just like, shit yeah well it became like because uh you know her mom and i are divorced and we we split custody so it became like a thing where she would be like i'd be like what kind of homework do you have tonight and she's like uh 
you know, just whatever. Uh, and I'm like, well, I'll help you with it. And she's like, oh, I think I'm good. And it's like, oh, is it math homework? And she's like, I'll wait for I'll wait for my mom. I'll go. I'll do that next to her. You can help me with social studies later. And I'm like, oh, I'll help you with social studies. Absolutely. Let's, you know, let's do reading. And then with math and science, that, that gets done to the other house. <laughs> <laughs> what have you forgotten about, Andrew? Boat safety. I don't remember oh, much back of that. Boat safety. Yeah. This podcast is so full circle. We just go in like tiny, like one to two episode loops before yeah. moving on. Um, yeah, I don't know. I took the approach of just never really learning any of the math stuff so I wouldn't have to forget it as my strategy. But yeah, boat safety, I'd say. I don't know. I forget a lot of stuff and I don't drink. So I wish I had that almost as an excuse. I, I, there are things all the time I forget or I just don't read. Gavin knows this. When I play a game, I play a lot of video games and uh, I miss things all the time. That were like even in old games I played before. Oh God! What yeah. was that game? What was that game recently? You played the entire thing, missing a very important mechanic. What was that? Yeah, it was control, and I, I didn't know that you could fast travel. I just was <laughs> running everywhere. <laughs> I was just using the map. I thought you just oh, took yeah. those to like level up or stuff. Like I never really interacted with those. And I was blown away because there's like lines of dialogue and actual like plot points that force you to go through one of those. To, so to then come out the other side of that without <laughs> without the knowledge that you just you could do that all the time that blew my mind yeah I I learned very late and that's a game like it takes ages to get from place to place in control and you have to fight through areas where enemies just respawn I feel like that game would take twice as, as long without fast travel it was a nightmare because it also had a bug where your map would open and not show any of the the map like it would just be blank you so it was, yeah it was terrible. That game but should I, win an award learn. for one of the worst maps ever to put, be put into a video game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was like tunnels and like janitor paths and shit where it's freaking impossible to know where you are on that map. To get from like where you're stood to 20 feet away, absolutely impossible to figure it out from the map. Garbage. It's terrible. Well, I'm glad I never played that game. It's hey, Andrew, game. if it yes. makes you feel any better, I 100%ed the Xbox 360 game Crackdown <laughs> without knowing that there was auto-aim. Like, I probably put 60 to 70 hours into it, collecting all the orbs and killing every enemy, and uh, I had no clue there was a fucking auto-aim until I watched somebody else play it. Was that, like, your criticism of the game? Is like, aiming's really hard. Yeah, crackdown aiming was challenging. I just got used to it until somebody pointed out how fucking dumb I was. Uh, you may have been the best crackdown player ever, just by not knowing. It's really impressive. I don't ever play PlayStation, so I plugged in a PlayStation at work a few years ago to place to make some videos in Infamous Second Son, and I played the entire goddamn game from start to finish with one of the component cables pulled out. So the game was just green and blue. I thought it was just fucking style. I thought it was. I thought it was. I thought it was stylistic. There are guides online, like achievement hunter guides in that game, where it's just it's just the color reds not there. <laughs> what you captured it that way as well? Yeah. I think it was Michael from work who pointed out and he was like, dude, what's wrong with your screen? And I was like, I don't know, I'm just playing the game. And he was like, no, there's... And he goes back and he fixes it and the game changed on me. I probably had, I probably had 10 hours into it at that point. It's a really <laughs> nice stylistic choice. Uh, it's, it's so stylistic that even the dashboard, it bleeds over into that <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> it's fucking terrible. And when you see it, you go, ah, I am obviously the dumbest person on the planet. <laughs> But thankfully, there are Andrew Pantons out there at Gavin oh, Freeze. 
I got you beat. To share that stupid load. I feel like I've worked hard on a lot of your achievements, Jeff. Like, uh, speaking of Crackdown, we, <laughs> we we did all the racing ones, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Gavin used to come in and live with me every summer for like 90 days until he eventually moved to America. And I remember we were playing that, we were playing that game together when it came out. So this is, you know, 2012, maybe? 11? is a long time ago. And uh, you went back to England, and we still had to finish some of the achievements, so we were doing it together. Yeah, I think this was I think this was two thousand and nine or two thousand seven. Wait, was it Crackdown one? It was probably it was Crackdown one. We've known each other a long ass time. Yeah, and uh, we it would be so late at night for me and so early in the morning for you because of the time difference. And I was you know a heavy drinker back then that uh, I would pass out drunk and <laughs> I would just stop responding to you. And you would pick up my car. You would kill all the... The cool thing about that game and the races is you could kill the other cars, the other Yeah, Jeff wasn't great at the racing, so I would just use the ramp car thing and go around <laughs> the track backwards and just bump every car that he was racing against <laughs> off the road. And all he had to do was just finish. Like, I did all the work. By the time it was lap three, there were no other cars. They were all flipped <laughs> off into the ocean and shit. And then I was like, all right, Jeff, everything's off the track. And all I could hear down the headset was... <laughs> And he was just parked against a railing. I was like, Jeff's freaking fallen asleep. I've done all the work here and he's just passed out. So I, because it's cracked down. Yeah. I just lifted up his car and just ran his car around, <laughs> which, which took like 20 minutes. Cause I'm on foot holding a car and he got the achievement. It actually worked. <laughs> hey man, I appreciate I would have done the same for you if I'd been awake. I, I really appreciate it. <laughs> I did some literal heavy lifting for your achievements. <laughs> I mean, I, I wouldn't feel too bad, Jeff. I got Gavin his Halo 2 lasso achievement. You would be lost without without that check. Oh my god, yes. Full circle. That, would, that was going to make me put down the entire Master Chief collection. What was that achievement? So lasso Halo 2. Lasso is uh, legendary, all skulls on. We do, we do it a lot on Achievement Hunter. And uh, Halo 2 is the hardest one. The elites, I mean, that's a hard game just on legendary. For some reason, iron is like on by default. So every time one of you dies, you both go back a checkpoint. The elites fire ridiculously fast, kill you instantly. So with all the other skulls on, like famine and blind, all that shit, it's an incredibly frustrating and difficult experience. If you start the lasso playlist co-op, it skips a level called armory, which is like, hey, look up, look down, go and stand in the shield thing. Yeah. Blah, 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 because it doesn't want you, there's no, there's no room for two people to do that. So it just skips you straight to... Cairo Station. You can then beat the entire game co-op on Lasso and you'll get to the end and nothing will happen. The achievement will not unlock. And that's because the armory is incomplete. To do it, to get the achievement, you have to play the armory on Lasso solo. Even though there's no enemies in the game, you have to for some reason know to do that first. Otherwise, that level remains incomplete and the playlist remains unbeaten. And you you can't go back and do it after the fact, right? You have to do yes. that first. Yeah, because it's a playlist. You can't just go back, do the armory, and then finish the great journey, which is the last level. You can't do that because you can't pick that level once you've beaten it. It starts you at Cairo Station again. So the only way to do it is to solo lasso on the armory and then play the entire game again. Unless you have a friend called Andrew Panton who grabs you a checkpoint from the very last level. And, uh, I didn't hey, play with him. I earned grabbed is like I, I picked it up. Like I did that whole <laughs> fucking campaign. Way to belittle my accomplishment. Jesus. <laughs> Sorry. It's uh yeah, you you went through the whole game with someone else. Is that right? Yeah. You know what the funniest part about that is? That poor guy, he's a he's a friend of mine that I, I went through it with in co-op. 
because you did it with Dan. So it's like, I need a co-op partner so Dan can get the achievement too. Yeah. Um, and then that never happened. So that guy still doesn't have Halo 2 Blasto <laughs> achievement. That was like 10 months ago. Shit, Ugh, we've got to get a hold of Dad to finish that up. I mean, <laughs> the downside is you actually have to play the last level again, though. You do. Like, uh, you and I, Andrew, we we spent a solid couple of hours trying to do it, didn't we? Yeah, That's it was like level, three or four right? hours. Oh, it's yeah. brutal, and you kind of you need to do a glitch. You have to fight a like that big big dude at the end. Yeah, yeah. Tartarus. Tartarus. Mm-hmm. So I want to put this in perspective for for listeners who may not be uh who may have uh may not be as into video games as, as us. If say you're a normal dude. Let's say you had a task of putting an entire Volkswagen bug together. Uh, it, like it was in a thousand billion pieces, like the engine and everything. And you put the entire Volkswagen, 1965 Volkswagen bug together. And there was one washer on the ground and it, and you can't drive it until that washer's back in. So you have to take the fucking car apart and then do it all over again. <laughs> that's that. That's, that's what put it in terms for normal people. It's about the same amount of work. I would yeah, the, the entire playthrough probably took Dan and I 35 hours. I would say it's terrible dude and there's only like 15 levels it was uh and you can't save right in co-op that's no no yeah if your connection drops you have to start that level again yeah so I had this funny thing where the person I was playing co-op with he had to we're playing on the weekend and he had to go to work and then he just cycled in roommates that he lived with and I played with all three of his roommates throughout the day because they each had to go to work at different times. And by the time, like, he, he went, he left work, and by the time he came back, we were still stuck on the same level, and he came back. It's a hell of a grind. It just kicks you in the balls over I and wouldn't want to do that again. All no. of that work and all of those people combined went into it so that, Gavin, you could hear, you could see a, a little window pop up on your Xbox and hear a noise go, Ding! Yeah, That's it. don't don't act like it's not satisfying, and don't act <laughs> like you didn't start an entire department of Rooster Teeth based yeah. around that. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I, I I say that I I'm down to playing one video game, and I'm like 800 hours into it or 1200 hours into it, whatever, just to get stupid fucking achievements. And it's so bad they named one after me as a taunt, and I'm now <laughs> six months later, I'm 22 percent of the way there, and I think oh it's going to take me at least 18 more months, at least maybe two years. It's oh. fuck, and I play it for at least an hour a day every day. It's fucking brutal. That's awful. And it's like, and and like, it's like the biggest fuck you ever, because the the way they did it by making this bullshit brutal grind of an achievement, and then and then calling me out and said, literally the achievement is called try this one, Jeff. And now everybody in that community and that plays that game fucking hates me. Now they know who I am because I'm the guy that got this achievement added to the game that ruined it for everybody. And what's great is for the developers, it probably took like a couple of minutes of typing something to add that achievement. Yeah, yeah. But for me, it's going to be two and a half years of my life. It was so funny to go through like an achievement site's message board for that achievement and just seeing people being like, hey, like, do you see this bullshit? You see this fucking bullshit achievement? Can you believe this? <laughs> and like increased anger. And then it like turned to like, who the fuck is Jeff? Who do we need to talk to about this? This sucks. And then them finding out who you are and then just being angry at you. And that was yeah. not your fault at all. Every Great. once in a while, I get a tweet that's just like, thanks, dickhead. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I just I know what it is. I'm like, yeah, I know. My bad. That, that's I a should. true uh, sort of global scale f- face for you, Jeff. I've faced myself and the, and the entire <laughs> community of this game. I have no idea how many people play this game, Gems of War, but oh my god. Oh, speaking of games, though, 
Millie and I, my daughter and I, started playing a new, uh, not a new game, an old game, but I don't know why nobody told me how much fun Sea of Thieves is. But holy shit, that game is great. You never played Sea of Thieves? No, not really. I think I did one video at work in it years ago, like right when it came out, but Millie and I just started doing like little two-man pirate ship parties where we go and dig up treasure and stuff. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> it's really good. It's also a game that can just lead you in so many places you didn't expect. Like, you could start digging treasure, and then, like, a Megalodon will show up, and then another crew will show up, and that is a game where you're constantly, like, we're gonna get off in ten minutes and do this thing, and then you play for three more hours, because something new just keeps happening. Do you still have your messages from the uh, (laughs) ship people that you heisted that one time? I was gonna say, yeah, I had this encounter. So, when you hit the max level in Sea of Thieves, Jeff, you become a pirate legend. You have to do it across three of the factions. It's like they've got the gold hoarders. How long does it take to do this and what's the level? Uh, It's 50 and it's going to take you a long time. You used to be able to buy your way there, essentially, if you wanted. But it is, I'd say, I don't know, at least 20 hours per faction, maybe. That might be a little high, but it's a lot. It's hard. Okay. So anyway, once you become pirate legend, you unlock this special chest and you can level up your pirate pirate legend status via that chest. It's the only way to do it. It takes like 90 minutes to go through the quest and you get that chest at the end. But for how Sea of Thieves works is you don't get any credit for it unless you cash it in. So like you could do all that work and get nothing. And uh, I was playing and I saw this boat and so I hopped in it and I was laying down and I saw they had a bunch of shit and I was like, this is great. And they drop one of those chests in. I thought, this is amazing. I'm going to steal it. So I just, I waited. And once they all left, I grabbed it, threw it in their rowboat, disconnected, and just paddled away. Left immediately. (laughs) I stole it. It was one of the greatest feelings I've had in gaming in, like, years. But I'm already max level with Pyro. I had no reason to take the chest. It was just, it was fun. Just to to ruin their day. And, And the way this works is literally, like, in this video game, Sea of Thieves, it's a sea of islands and ocean. And you and three of your buddies hop in a boat and then you just swim around stealing shit from other people or killing other people or digging up treasure. And so you saw them get off their boat and you just stole their essentially their chest and swam away in their in their own in their rowboat in their rowboat. And since I already had the chest um, or I had the max level, I was like, well, I don't really need this. It'd be a waste if I just did this by myself. So I tweeted, if anyone needs rep, just let me know and I'll send you an invite. The previous week, I got banned from Xbox Live for being nice in Sea of Thieves. And so Gavin made a joke to the tweet saying like, hey, like this is a bannable offense or something. And then once Gavin did it, the tweet got way more attention. So people were messaging me and uh, I just got this random party invite. And I was like, oh, I guess they saw the tweet. And so I, I joined the party and it was four people. And they immediately said, where are you right now? You steal the chest? <laughs> And I, my heart dropped. I was so nervous. I was not, I thought it was somebody wanting to join. It was the people I stole the chest from. They went into their recent players and they were interrogating everybody that was a recent player. And they said, did you steal the chest? Did you cash it in? And I'm, I'm sitting in the rowboat and I'm looking at the chest and I, they asked if I sold it. I said, no, absolutely did not do it. Did not sell it. Don't know what you're talking about. And they kept asking me questions and it was getting more and more intense. They're like, interesting. Well, where were you at uh, Crook's Lagoon? That's where we were a little while ago. Were you near that area? What island were you? What quest are you doing? It's like they had the light in front of my face. And I was just answering. I was just lying through my teeth. I forgot to mention the important part. 
I was I was so happy with myself. I was clipping as making screen clip or like screenshots <laughs> and recording clips the entire time I did it. So while they're talking to me, if they go into my profile and look at my feed, they will see all the video footage of me stealing their shit. And so I'm talking to them and lying and just like, please just don't don't look at my profile. <laughs> so bad. And so we're talking. We talked for like ten minutes, and they're like, "This was that over the uh, message, like yeah. the Xbox no, Live chat." Yeah, we, yeah, we're in a party chat. We talked for yeah. like ten minutes, and then this other person came into the party. He was interrogating someone else at a tavern. He's like, "I'm talking to this guy. He's also denying it. I don't know what's going on here, but we think it's one of you two." And I just kept saying, "I have no idea what you're talking about, man. I'm so sorry that happened to you. That's happened to me. That's the worst. Like you grind so hard, and just to have it taken from you, that's bullshit." It's too bad that that can happen. And so we ended up being friends, and they all added me because I was such a nice guy. Um, and then I couldn't, I couldn't resist. So, like, the next night, uh, I, sent the, a video, I sent the video clip of me stealing it. I'm so sorry. And it turned into a massive argument. The guy was so upset. I thought he'd think it was funny. He did not find any humor in the situation. And it just kept escalating. And he was such a dick. I, I start like I flipped and said, "You're making me the hero of this story. You are such a dick right now that you are now the villain." And he did not like that. He just got progressively more upset the more I called him the bad guy. I bet he did not feel like the villain. <laughs> he was a dick. The game is called Sea of Thieves. There's thievery on the sea. It's, true. it's what the game is called. I didn't make the game. I'm just playing the game. <laughs> he was really mad. I wish I could remember what he said. He was an asshole. So, like I so get, I, I stole the ninety-minute chest. Not a great thing. I'm not oh. advocating it, but yeah, he was upset. Well, goddamn, dude. Well, as you as you say, it sounds like you were playing the game as designed. What did? Uh, how did it resolve? Did you give the chest back? Or no, did you I sold it. I sold it. What do you? Mean? <laughs> what do you mean? What? <laughs> That was never on the table. What a ridiculous question. Did I not sell the chest? <laughs> Absurd. Of course I, I sold the chest. I don't think I'd ever heard that story before. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude, I was getting like, I was getting like the live, <laughs> the live updates. I was getting the clips. It was, to, to be, uh, hearing about it in real time was awesome. There was like new stuff every hour. Every day was a, a new, ex I'm just checking on Andrew. It was awesome. I'm sad I missed that episode of the Andrew podcast that we used to. <laughs> God damn, dude. I'm glad I caught up on it. Did you oh, guys not shit. fuck with people like that in video games ever? Yeah. Yeah. All the time. I used to. Not so much anymore because uh, it's tough because I got because I got faced by that Jim's of War game and I'm not allowed to play another video game for the next two and a half years. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. I mean, I'll uh, I'll mess with my coworkers, but. I just don't really interact with strangers in games these these days. I've never just like hop in online. It's really hard to now. Like everyone's in a party now on Xbox. Yeah. I used to do this thing. I was such a dickhead. Uh, I called it light bright. Uh, when Halo, remember when Halo Three first came out? Everyone wanted recon armor. Like that was the big as the get. Yeah. Like you couldn't get yeah. it. The only way to get recon armor in Halo Three was somebody who worked at the studio that made it gave it to you. Yes. And so correct. everyone wanted it. And at this time, there's no party chat. So everyone was just in local chat. So I'd go into big team battle because that's the game that had the most players. And I would tell I'd say to people, hey, my uncle works at Bungie. I got the recon code. 
Everyone, let's group up on me after this. I'll give you guys the recon code. I got this. We can all get recon. It's going to be amazing. And so I'd get like 12 or 13 people to go with me into a private lobby. And then I would say, okay, everyone ready. And I just say a random combination of buttons as fast as I could. I'd go like left bumper, left bumper, right bumper, right bumper, down, down, left, right, up, down, click left stick, right stick, right bumper, left bumper. And I'd do this for a while. But I'd always end it by saying, hold your middle button, which when you hold the middle button on an Xbox controller, after like three seconds, a prompt comes up that says, do you want to shut off your controller, your console, or there's something else that said. And so I'd get to there and I'd say, hold the middle button, double click up, triple click, triple click A, triple click A. (laughs) And when you did that, you would shut your console off. And whenever you would turn your console off in Halo 3, it would say first that your controller disconnected so the whole party would just like start blinking of people that turn their console off and i do this all the time i light brighted so many people just for my own that's what you call it light brighting yeah it's calling it light brighting it was a game i did because the whole thing everybody would start blinking and the worst was when I'd get people multiple times. I was terrible. Like, I'd, I'd message them after they turned back on, or sometimes they'd message me and say, like, fuck you. i say, what happened? Why are you upset? they say, it didn't work. You just got me to turn off my Xbox. And I was like, well, it's part of the code, I guess. I don't know. That's weird. Do you want to try it again? I got recon. I don't know what you're complaining about. And then we'd do it again. I had one guy do it three times, and then I just stopped because I felt so bad that we just kept turning his console off. Oh, you didn't get it? Oh, Oh, that sucks. I'm sorry, man. Well, hey, I got another code. Let's try that one. And then he was really annoyed, and you were like, look, you're being the bad guy right now. You're being (laughs) the the hero. (laughs) I'm trying to give you what you want, and your (laughs) dumb fingers can't accommodate. (laughs) (sighs) Does he do stuff like that? You're a bad person. Yeah. Uh, I did, well, when I was of that age, I did a lot of that shit in person. You know, like in high school and stuff, because I was, you know, it was before online gaming. So I, I didn't have the opportunity to be 19 on the Internet uh, in, a, in a video game lobby. So we would do stuff like I would get three of my friends or two of my friends together and we would get a friend, a kid who we kind of knew who uh, hadn't hung out with us on like on a Friday night. And my friend had this Camaro that was cool to drive around in. And we would let the new guy sit in the Camaro and then we would tell them about this game we played where... You go behind this one bar in town and they have like a loading dock door and we would pile a bunch of trash cans up over the loading dock door. And then uh, there's like a bell you would ring and you hit the bell and people would open the door and push all the trash cans over and all the trash would spill out and you drive away. That's what people did for fun in the 1990s in Alabama. For high school, I would do that behind Walmarts, behind like CVS or Eckerd's back then, like any any store that had a loading dock and a bell you could ring at night, you would do that. And uh, but what we would do is we would we would talk about it at school a lot and then we would get a new kid to go with us and then we would send him out to do it. And then as soon as he rang the bell, we would honk the horn a bunch and then drive off and just leave (laughs) and then come back like 15 minutes later and find the guy hiding in a bush somewhere and pick him up. (laughs) We would do, like, that kind of shit every fucking day. I did, like, that from, like, si- the day I turned 16 until the day I graduated high school, I did something like that every day. But we did, we never did it in video games. <laughs> it's a lot more fun in video games because there's no threat. You just leave. <laughs> I just... The threat's part of the fun. And, and it's been done to me before, too. And I fucking turned around and I reached for the car and they spun off and I fell down in the gravel and I cut my hands all up and there was blood everywhere. And I had to run into a fucking neighborhood to, to, to hide. 
Yeah. I definitely got my comeuppance for, for that kind of shit. Like, did I ever tell you about the time in high school where we went to do that, <clears throat> and I was going to do it behind the Walmart, and we went behind one side of the Walmart, and my friends let me out, and I knew they were going to drive off, and they did. So I thought I decided to get them back. And so my friends, like, they like, it was like a, a loop, right? And so I'm behind the Walmart. I had set up the trash cans and stuff. I hadn't hit the buzzer. I pretended like it because I knew my friends were going to drive off. So then I went and I stood kind of where I knew they were going to come back around. And I faced away and I started peeing on the ground. And I was going to try to time it so because I heard the lights coming. Then when my friends came back around, I was going to swing around and piss on them and try to piss in their car, but at least hit the windshield, right? <laughs> I was going to try to get my friend James, who was driving. And what happened was they pulled up behind me, and I thought, now's my chance. And I swung around to piss on them, uh, and it was a security guard in a pickup truck. And so I pissed all over the left front panel of his <laughs> pickup truck. And he goes, he goes, uh, what the fuck? <laughs> or something along those lines. And I got, and I went, I went. And I put my hands up as if like he was gonna he, he didn't have a he was he had his hands on the steering wheel, but I put my hands up and surrender and my pants fell down and I just started pissing out uh because I was still peeing and then I looked down and he I saw him open his door and I just picked up my pants and I started running and I ran for the woods behind the Walmart and I hit a ditch and I fell into it and I fell into mud and brambles and I got up and I ran with my pants around one leg fucking <laughs> Shirt on, dick out, pants trailing behind by one leg into a neighborhood at 11 o'clock on a Friday night and uh, hid behind a tree. And while I was figuring out how to, I was picking hitchhikers out of my pubic hair and out of my leg hair, uh, trying to put my pants back on. And a light turned, hit me and I went, oh my God. And I hit the ground. I turned around and it was my friends. And uh, after they, they, after, after they made me clean off, they let me in the car and we went home. So you were like stumbling around falling in mud with your there's probably like an imprint of your penis in some mud there. Oh yeah, yeah. And and I pissed all over myself too. Like my shoes, my pants. I was just covered in mud and dirt and piss and embarrassment. Yeah. And somewhere in Alabama, if that dude is still alive, there's a security guard who has a story about a time in like nineteen ninety-two when he heard a noise and he drove behind the Walmart. Pulled up to a guy he thought was in distress, and the guy turned around and tried to piss on him. Pissed all over the truck, and then ran off into the woods with his ass hanging out. <laughs> Dude, piss is no joke. I watched a friendship end over piss. Really? There was yeah. Ow. There was like uh, some people. They were sort of outside of my friendship group, but we'd always see them in the pub. They were they were like a double act. They were always together. And one night on the way home from the pub, we were all just walking home, and uh, one of them was just taking a piss on one of the buildings. And then he just sort of span it around and pissed on the other guy. Just like slung a bit of piss on him and went on his jeans. The other guy kicked off. Just like swearing it and trying to shove him. And he just said, you are dead to me. And they, I never saw them together again. Are you serious? Yeah, it was it. That was it. Just like a half an inch of piss in a cup <laughs> worth. <laughs> just up his jeans. And that was it. Is that a uh, is that a, a cultural thing in England? Is that a very is urine a super big offense in your country with your people? I don't know. Uh, I mean, for me, if that happened to me, I'd be, I'd be a little bit. I, it wouldn't end the friendship. I'd be like, oh come on, that's like spitting on someone. It's like just it's just it's just not to be done. You don't piss on friends. You don't spit on someone's face because it's just like oh come on. Like I'd rather be <laughs> punched than spat on. You say that. You say that. But. <laughs> You once agreed that you would let me sit in your lap and shit in your lap and see if I lift up 
from the from the from the like the vo- <laughs> the pressure of the poop coming out for two thousand dollars. Obviously, agree to that, knowing that you would never be able to do it. You would never be able to bring yourself to let poo come out of you while you're sat on me. I don't know, man. I, I accepted that as a challenge. That will never happen. I guarantee. If it if it does happen. Uh, I mean, it would be with consent. We would set it up and you would be okay with it. But if I was able to pull through, would you be impressed or horrified? Would it affect our friendship? Um, no, I don't think it would. Cause, cause I mean, I, I instigated it. I, I, I know it's coming. I'm, I know I'm probably going to immediately get in a shower. <laughs> you say that now, but I, I think when your friend shits in your lap, like everything goes out the window. I don't think you can plan for that. I think the rules change after <laughs> it happens. I don't, Why would, I don't what, think, you, like it's it's so intimate. Well, not not even necessarily intimate. I don't know. It just it's one of those things where I just feel like you can't predict how you'd feel. I'd feel warm. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you can't. That's a point. Can't argue that. That's a good point. I think what would get to me is that I would gag a lot. There would have to be a lot of vomit, right? Like I would throw up. You you would throw up yeah. immediately, which Why would make would you me throw, throw up. up. Because, because I would up. I would be grossed out by it, and then Andrew's filming the whole thing, and then he starts to retch because we're not because le- he's not out he's in this like he doesn't escape this. Andrew is the documentarian because you're a part of this podcast, and now we're you're a part of the you story. Andrew, oh, no. we're flying you in. You're filming the whole thing, and you're writing a thousand word essay on your experiences. That's what your involvement in this is. I'm getting the impression that we shouldn't do this. Okay, Maybe at no. any point. Wait, no. You're now getting the impression? You've now been sold that this is a bad idea? I mean, are you saying that you wouldn't, you wouldn't allow that, Andrew? This is Jeff we're talking about. He's, he's Griff. He's well, famous. What, what, do, is, what do you, do you get anything out of this? Two, two grand. Two grand. Oh, no. No. You can have two Way grand more. as well. You get two, I get two, Gavin gets two. You have the easiest job in the world. Wait, 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 what? where's this money coming from? <laughs> wait, you, I thought you were paying me two grand. Why would I pay you $2,000 to shit in your lap? I think I where's did say that. I don't want from? that anymore. Listen, it, we're, the, the economy's all fucked up now. There's a coronavirus. There's a f- 427 million people in America are unemployed. I'm not going to throw $2,000 of shit into your lap. We're going to have to find some outside financing, an angel investor. We'll do a Patreon. I don't know. Pay-per-view, maybe. But I'm not footing the bill anymore. All right, from from th- from this point on, then we'll let sales know that people are only allowed to sponsor us if they also provide the shit money up front. <laughs> <laughs> Let's uh, we'll take a step back and evaluate on that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't think I'll need a cut. I'll just sell. I'll just sell the footage. I'm sure I could find some place that would want that, like OnlyFans or something. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it could be there. I don't know. I'm not going to judge people. I don't know where I could sell that thing, but I bet you it could sell that somewhere. I bet you could too. Yeah. Think of it like this. You could be essentially the new Hunter S. Thompson. You could sell that thousand word essay to Rolling Stone, Andrew, and become a cultural phenomenon and usher in a new era of creative, edgy journalism. This is this one event, this 1000 word essay could change your life, the, the trajectory and course of your life for the next 50 years. That's exciting. He did like an investigative piece on the Hell's Angels, right? Like that was his one of his breakthrough things. He d- he did that as well. Yeah, that's that was what was culturally relevant at that time in America. This is what would be, I assume, culturally relevant in 2020, 2021 in North America. I don't think this is ever going to be culturally relevant anywhere. No culture <laughs> at any point, I think, would find this culturally relevant. <clears throat> I, I, I wouldn't want that footage, to be honest. Like there's always stuff that you would want to see. Like, like if you found out 
two of your friends had a sex tape, you'd probably watch it. You'd probably be like, no. I've got to see what that's about. Yeah. I would not, if I found really? out that there was like a poo video, I would not, I would not seek that out. Am I in the minority on not wanting to watch the sex tape? But you would watch it though, out of no, curiosity. I, I think you no, would. I, I think I think you're chatting shit there. Nope. I think I you're not. chatting shit as well. Yeah. Mm. And but that actually brings up a question now that I think about it that I never considered before. Sort of an orange versus orange question. Somewhere out there, somebody watched Two Girls One Cup for the first time and went, Danielle? <laughs> or <laughs> Clara? Is that is that my cousin? Or didn't I go to didn't I have geometry with her in 10th grade? People out there watched Glass Ass or Lemon Party or Tub Girl or Knife Ass or whatever. Any of those videos from that era. Don't Google it. Don't watch any of those. Any of it. It's worse than shitting in your best friend's lap. Don't do it. But if you did. There's a chance you might know the person on the other end of that uh, of that video or <laughs> image, think, and that humanizes it. I think. I don't think you'd recognize Tub Girl. <laughs> well, I don't know. No one knows who that is, surely. But somebody, somebody must. <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> and I think we just, I think we just lost Gavin. <laughs> Well, Andrew, I don't know about you, but I can't think of a better place to end it than on Gavin making Christ. himself wretch. Jesus and that's based Christ. off a memory of an image that I haven't seen in over 10 years. <laughs> and, and should never see again. Never should have seen it the first time, for that matter. Oh, oh my God. It's like, it's like when I was a kid in high school, it was all about faces of death. Everybody would, would trade VHS types of faces of death. And now the internet is like every day, every video, every... I guess seen in every faces of death at all times, everywhere you turn. It's fucking the internet's scary and gross place. Oh, I don't think this one will have sponsors. I'll be honest. <laughs> well, I gotta, I gotta be honest with you too. The more I think about it, uh, I might have been arguing to be contrarian. I'm not sure I want to poop on you. I'm thinking maybe Andrew might be onto something. Maybe it's more fun in theory to have the discussion than to do it in practice. I, I, I would agree with that. I would say let's leave it on the table. All right, let's take it off the table. Let's not, no, no, let's not leave it on the table. Let's firmly remove it from the table, put it in a trash can, light it on fire. This does not need to be on the table. Everything's always on the table. No, no it's, it's not a big always table. on the table. Listen, no, what, if we, what if we take it off the table, Lysol the table, and then put it back on uh, uh, a cutting board or some saran wrap on the table? It's still, we've cleaned it up a bit. Wait, your first, your first thought is to put it on like a food preparation device? Well, I wouldn't use the food preparation device for food preparation again. I would sacrifice it to this task. <laughs> Why bother with a cutting board then? I don't know. I don't want it to touch my fine china. I'd be okay with an oven. If we put it in the oven or the microwave, I'm okay with that. Hold on, Eric's Anything typing. Else? What's this going to be? How did it go from sounds like the best place to end to this? Oh. Yeah, he's right. We have gone back in. We, we did go back in. I, I also wanted to get an update from Andrew on Garfield and the Basket Weavers, but... Maybe we've that's probably for episode uh, six for us and episode five for Eric. Yeah, that's a good call. <laughs> uh, all right, well, uh, here we go. It's time for uh, Andrew to end it as he does every week. Andrew, take it away. Oh, um, what am I? Uh, we're we're ending we're ending the show. Is that what Eric? We're doing? Eric, what does he have to say? What do I have just, to what, just what tell I, people? Tell people to tell a friend to listen to the podcast, to rate and subscribe, and to tell people to tell a to tell a friend to listen to the podcast, rate and subscribe, and leave a review. What if they're on an app that they can't review? 
Like well, then, does Spotify then, have reviews? I don't. Well, yeah, think but Spotify then the, then that reviews. doesn't apply to them. It applies to the other people that are listening. Let let us know what is the smallest thing you've ever done that completely ended a friendship. Oh, I'd love to know. Oh, I'll tell mine next time. I can't wait. Ooh. So I guess you're supposed to tell people and and rate and subscribe to the podcast, right? What just waiting on you. What's happening? Just Did you say gas? What, what happened? What What's happened? going on? <laughs> just end it. Just say thank you. Goodbye. Thank Thanks. you for listening. Thank, thank you. you for listening, thank Eric. For listening. We, uh, goodbye. Goodbye, Eric. That was kind of unnecessary. That was mean. What? Yeah, he's, he's, he's a high-strung dude. I can tell. You know, I met Eric like 10, probably longer than, maybe 10 years ago. It did not go well. Very awkward exchange between Eric and I. What was it, like at some Mega 64 booth? Uh, yeah, yeah, it was back in the Mega 64 booth. Very awkward exchange. I don't remember, I don't remember that at all. Do tell. Or should we save it for a future episode? Save it, because <sighs> we're trying to end the show. Well, if you'll we shut up, we can. Hey, thanks what for listening do? to our fucking podcast. Give us a rate and review. And if you don't like Eric, uh, hey, welcome to there's the, that segment of the society. Give us a rate. Yeah, make sure you give us a rate. <laughs> or a review.